Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, a watch that delivers you inspirational quotes, help make a busker's dream come true, and the Octobo might be the plush for you. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast, where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am KT Data, one half of the show. Joining me is a man who does who loves his kids so much that although he paid for a game once and it didn't get delivered as promised on time, he decided to go out and make sure his daughters were happy. The one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing today, my friend? Um, again, Fantastic. going for the father of the year, and it's only the first <laughs> quarter of the year. Know, Seriously, right? bro. You know, you're just like... I thought. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I was doing the right thing. It's like, you know, I ordered it on Amazon. It's going to be here. I even told them, I'm pulling you guys out of school. We're going to play me. Wait, Goonies wait, you, 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 did, you did not put, say that you pulled them out of to. school? Oh. I was going to. I was ready to. If it would have shown up on time, I was going to go pull them out of school. And we're going to play. But I got the alert about 9 a.m. It was like, your, your delivery schedule has been changed until Monday. And I was like, oh, no, it hasn't. You can't do this to me. So I went out, bought the game again. Just so we can play it all weekend. What did you do with the the Amazon copy? Did you just send it back or refuse I still have it? it? But I'll, I'll 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 refuse it. I got it yesterday, but I'll refuse it. Oh my or gosh, return man! Whatever, but seriously, ridiculous, right? It yeah, you're trying to be dad of the year, and then the man just pushes you down. Like <laughs> somebody just give him the man a 2018 dad of the year already, right here. <laughs> uh, I don't even have kids, and I'm jealous. I don't know if I'm jealous of the kids or of you. That's the problem, too. <laughs> um, Have a good life. But uh, if this is your guys' first time watching the show, um, this is the point of the show where I just, you know, have to step back and judge how my life has been a failure compared to the man that is right next to me <laughs> this way, the one and only Drew Tyler. But welcome to the show. Um, and believe me, we don't do this the whole show. Um, and but it's not the Drew show, at least not this time around. Oh, we should do the Drew show. I'm, I get to be this like we could do it. I could be the sidekick. You, you, you know, you, you could, you, you could be the main talk show host. And I mean, do you still have the curtains so you could like do a yeah, curtain yeah. open and what and come out? How's everybody doing? You know, fi- we'll figure yeah, out your yeah. spiel, like how you know Conan does the dance or whatever. You know, you, you'll have your own spiel, and we'll just do that, right? Okay. You know, I can't guarantee I, that we might not have to CG in the crowd that cheers for you, but it will work. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> um, all right. So before we jump into our projects tonight, we actually have some news. And Drew, this is actually something your students might be interested in. Because um, we've mentioned this before. Last year, they actually announced, the first time I announced it. So Kickstarter has announced their open call to apply to become a Kickstarter creator in residence. Um, And we announced this last year, and the whole idea is you apply, and then you actually have Kickstarter's resources. Um, You you go to the Kickstarter headquarters, you hang out there, and all their resources are available to you. Um, So now they're asking for... um, you know, registrations or applicants for people to register for it. And last year was kind of the first year they did it. And I think they've done it three times since then, where now we can actually see what some of the people have done. 
So some of the stuff is like one of the guys was a podcaster. He recorded 30 interviews with different artists and comedians in their Kickstarter recording studio. Who knew Kickstarter had their own recording studio, but they did. They did, uh, yeah. They ho- there was a dance performance by one of the guys. There was a dance workshop. Um, and then she even had a kick- somebody launch their Kickstarter project in the Kickstarter office. Um, and then once it funded and stuff, they, she used their theater for like the first cut and doing all the color correcting and all that good stuff all in-house. So this is actually a great opportunity for, you know, if you're one of Drew's students who watches this, um, I don't think any of your students there, watches this. There are a few. <laughs> um, that they could, they should, you know, if they have an idea and they want to do it, they should actually apply for this. It, you know, you have the opportunity. So what happens is if you are picked for this, what happens is you're paired with a staff member who's in your specialty. So you're not just, they're not just going to just throw you in and let you, you know, you're how fun kid. You're on your own. They actually give you somebody who has experience to do all this. And then they'll offer guidance, how to start your own Kickstarter or start their drip. So their Patreon like service in drip, which I, I think is interesting too, because last year it was just Kickstarter. So now you can actually do something like create the whole thing. Maybe I should apply. Yeah. And if I had the money to spend three months in, New York, I probably would. Um, and then they said, re- the residents have access to a dedicated workspace, fulfillment station, as well as our theater, recording studio, library, meeting rooms, and kitchen. They have opportunities to be featured in Kickstarter's produced editorial content and be invited to attend regular workshops, t- talks, performances, and feedback sessions that put them in the conversation with other creators and Kickstarter staff. So if you're looking to apply for this, the residency, residency starts in May um, and then goes through July. Applications are due by April sixteenth. Um, it's a little soon, but Drew, your your students are used to procrastinating, anyways. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, creators will be notified by April twentieth if they've been selected for the program. And then you can email them if you have any questions. Um, I like how, how do you feel about kind of this idea of having residents and stuff? Because I know we've broached the subject before. But now that we know what kind of things they have access to, like, is, is this a good or a bad thing? It's a fine thing. I think that it's nice to put a little competition in there and give perhaps, and I guess the question would be who they're choosing to be their, their you know, in residence. But you could really give somebody uh, a leg up to give them access to that, you know, those resources that might not otherwise be able to pull off a campaign or to execute on a great idea. So I feel like this is a kind of a, a cool way to give back and to say, let's see who we can like help and and then for them there's probably a good bit of research or just having something kind of under their microscope as they move along that might help them in their data and, and you know in the building of tools so i think it's a fantastic opportunity for sure yeah and then the funny thing is the one student of yours and it's been a couple of years now that i think would be the greatest fit for this is your student that recreated the tonight show intro except yes, for downtown yeah. ogden i'm like oh my gosh if he had this opportunity, I could see him doing something amazing with that just in those three months. Um, yeah, because yeah. because like it's it, it's kind of it's kind it's really crazy. I mean, some guy started his his whole podcast series like that, um, which like and that's a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's great. And you're in New York, so you have access to all these people. Because um, I was thinking, like, what would I want to do? I would want to kind of do like a video game related thing. Problem is, most of the studios around the west coast so kickstarter i need you a west coast one and i'll apply for that and we'll see what we can do with that um so if you're interested make sure you guys go do the kickstarter blog and apply by april 16th 
All right. On to our next one. Drew, you and I, we both like food. Um, I think you and I probably eat the eat same amount. I'm probably more sherry about the food I eat. But I think mm. you and I, we can devour we yeah. a good yeah. amount of food. So that's why uh, yeah. we decided to feature a news article on how to be successful with a food Kickstarter. And you're probably like, KT, you guys never talk about food Kickstarters. Wrong. If you actually go back to one of the earliest episodes of KickCast, you'll notice that I actually backed a bakery that made chocolate s'mores. And oh my gosh, those were the most delicious things ever. I remember. Um, I remember. Yeah, I still have the chef's coat in my room because it says like personal taster. And I, oh my gosh, I, I love that. Um, so, so what uh, Tasting Table did was they interviewed the director of the of Kickstarter's food campaigns to share the tips and tricks that he had with um, food Kickstarters. Because I mean, for a while, all the food Kickstarters were, I need a kick, I need to start a restaurant, or I'm looking to start a food truck of some sort, right? Right. Right. Um, yep. But I mean, some of the other stuff we've backed, like the mayonnaise, which they've rebranded yeah. to Macho Mayo, but I liked it as mayonnaise, but better. Um, so he he offered some some of the tips um and some of the things that he mentioned in this article was that a lot of people are more adventurous than what you would expect um so he he's he's saying that at what he's you know sometimes you want to just experiment and see what people want um but one of the most important things and I think we harp on it a lot too is that um the biggest use for Kickstarter and especially like these food food related things is we see people using it for the community engagement factor. Uh, um, yes. So having that crowd, cause I hear this a lot too, from a lot of the board gamers too, where they're like, why are these big companies that are raising three or $4 million on their game? Or they already have a large game company behind them. Why do they keep coming back to Kickstarter? I thought this was for the little guy and stuff. And I would tell them, well, it's cause they've built this following this community on Kickstarter and, you know, sure, you could go yeah. and do it on your own website, but you're not going to get that huge community as before. Because, I mean, how, how many – we've you and I have backed hundreds of projects. Yeah. And uh, we've – you know, when you do that, you feel like you're part of this community, right? Um, when, you're, when you're back in a project, you're seeing the progress and stuff. And, you know, that's, that's one of the big keys. And he, he gives another piece of information that we've mentioned, I think, even on our last news article. Um, so – He's like, it's the potential for engagement that's the secret sauce for a campaign success. I, I've had to tell a lot of creators that Kickstarter isn't great for you yet. Folks who don't have a foundational community or have built a name for themselves, those are the failures that we see the most. So again, it goes back to you got like Kickstarters no longer put it up and they, they will come. You need to have that community or that backing behind you before you want to launch a project. Um, and like. So that kind of even extends beyond food projects, right, Drew? Where if you don't have that community, you're going to have a tough time getting your project off the ground these days. Yeah, yeah, it really takes to have the engine revving before you even start running, or else it just won't it won't go anywhere, and you'll be trying to figure out why. And you got to have the people. Yep. All right. So now it is time for our kick shouts. We don't have any kick shouts today. So if you have a project that you want us to mention, shoot us a tweet. Um, at KitCast at Night20 or at KT Data, Let us know and we will mention it on the show. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, go check out the Batman board game. <laughs> oh? oh. <laughs> have, you heard, have you seen this? The Batman board game? 
Um, It is a Batman miniature board games by the guys who made the Conan board game, and it looks pretty sweet. It's called Batman City Chronicles. Um, They've already raised three and a half million dollars out of the $500,000. Um, But it's a board game where um, you are, it's a one against many, so it's one villain versus a bunch of heroes, and you got to work together to defeat the villain, or the villain's going to be able to defeat you. And it looks amazing. It has tons of min- miniatures, tons of trays of stuff. I mean, you can if you're watching the video version, you can see all the characters that are included, and they're still adding more. They, um, I think they got another couple. How long do they got? They still got another three days to go before it ends. Um, but if you're looking for a miniature game to jump in on, this is one of those that you want because all of these look cool. I mean, like look at that man bat. Oh, it looks so sick. Um, and I can't wait to get my copy. Um, so that is Batman. Thrill, yeah. Gotham good. City Chronicles. I, you know, go check it out because it's a Kickstarter exclusive only game too. So they're only selling on a Kickstarter. Their reason being that it would cost way too much if they tried to sell this in the store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And so Drew, when I get my copy, maybe I'll have to bring it up to Ogden. We'll get you. We'll get Randall. We'll get everybody who lives up in the Ogden around and play a game of Batman. I can do that. I can totally get on board with that. All right. So it is now time for our projects of the night. Um, I don't know, Drew, you don't really do this, but you've probably seen a lot of people on Facebook, you know, where they're always post, you you load up your Facebook page, you load up your Instagram page, and then somebody always has like that one image with some inspirational quote there, right? To just kind of give you a pep. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, So my question is, uh, how would you like it if you could get that on your wrist at any time? Look down and get an inspirational quote at any time. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, so that is actually our project, our first project of the night. It is called the Quotes Watch. So their idea Clever. is to uh, just give you a quote on your watch, um, and then their whole idea is to make it you know, aesthetically pleasing, as you can see it. So you know, sometimes you just need to pick me up during the day, and that's what the Quotes Watch will do. So the screen is actually made out of e-paper, or e-ink, right? Um, so oh. it's actually not using a lot of power. So it kind of reminds me of the Pebble Watch, long rest in peace Pebble, because um, yeah, Fitbit Bottom, I think. Yeah, I think Fitbit Bottom. So, uh, and the the whole idea is it's it's got these quotes, and then you have a couple options too. So it's not just gonna like give you some random cheesy quotes. So what what in there is you have the options of writing your own quotes. Um, so on my watch would just have a whole bunch of Professor Tyler's inspirational quotes and knowledge pieces of knowledge that you should have Good. every single day. I like that idea. Um, or you could get personal messages, which is great too. So what I could even do is have Drew send me those messages every day, just so I don't run out. You know, I could. Yeah, you know, you know I, I could send. Oh, I would love to see it when I wake up in the morning, look at my watch, and I see poop happens. Quote Drew Tyler, twenty eighteen. <laughs> See, I, like that. I, like um, that. I can make your day <laughs> you can hook it up to tweets so if you are an avid listener of to uh kickcast you could actually hook it up to the kickcast twitter account and it would tweet when we go live and tweet when we uh have you vote for projects yeah. um you can also select different fonts so there's 15 different fonts that you can pick from so you don't have to always like stare at the same thing and then they have these interesting things called style filters and what they do is actually format the text into kind of you know 
different kind of designer trends. So you're not always just looking at the same words day in and day out. Um, and then if you like one, you can swipe up and it will give you a good one or swipe down and it will, you know, use that to kind of figure out if you like that quote or not and kind of move around. Um, it has you can a, still like and unlike, even though it's just kind of displaying on it. I think it disappears if you dislike it. Um, and it also has the option because it is a watch. And I've noticed a lot more smartwatches don't do this well anymore. Is it show it can show you the quote and the time, or you can just see the quote. <laughs> you, know, you swipe left and right. Because <laughs> I mean, how many times now you hear about these smartwatches and you gotta like flick your wrist or you know like go okay watch, and then it shows up the time, or you gotta swipe left and right through all your notifications to actually find out what time it is. <laughs> it's still a watch. Um, which I love about it. And so it has a four day battery life and it has some pogo pins on the back. So it kind of is like the Apple tra- MacBook charger. So you slip it on and those snaps on and will charge for four days. Um, and what I really like about this is they really, that the design aspect is kind of the biggest thing is they wanted to make this look like a really nice watch. And I think they did a really good job in terms of it. And you, you know, you pair the watch with Bluetooth cause everything has Bluetooth now. Right. 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 Um, and then they have all these different colors and some different accessories that you can get with it because the whole idea is kind of this to be stylish and still give you some inspirational quotes. So, what do you what do you kind of think about this project, Drew? I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a, it's a publish kind of two point but I do like the e ink idea because then it does last really long, but you still have the option of like switching things up with quotes, time, and just quotes. I love that you can send some you know loved ones can send you notes. Or certain tweets. There's a lot to love here. I think that's a kind of a fun way to do a kind of a middle of the road smartwatch, if you will. Like you still have some of the fun of the connections, but you're not paying, you know, for the yeah. You know, you still one, can get your one day watch. You, you can get your text and stuff. I mean, I mean, that's what's kept me from buying a like some of these more modern smartwatches because I love the Pebble because the battery life on it was amazing. Um, the it problem was, with the yeah. Apple watches and most of these Google watches is like, well, now I have another thing I got to remember to plug in. And sometimes I don't remember to plug in my phone. So, <laughs> um, and when, you know, you're paying, what, are, what, are, how much is an Apple watch these days? Like 400, 400 bucks. And it can't even do that. It's, it's a little, yeah. like, mm, um, on there. So yeah, this one is a back for me. Um, just cause I love how minimalistic it is for somebody who owns a lot of crap. I don't know why, but this, like, I saw this. I'm like, it looks nice. I could totally wear this, and, you know, it's just kind of chill, you know? And it's one of those things where, like, I feel sad today, and then I just look down, and then just, there's just a quote from Drew, and my day is just that much better. Magic. <laughs> magic. You believe in yeah. magic? That, I like that idea. Good. Yeah, I mean, that's how you become a better person is to listen to Drew's quote. So you should follow at night 20 on Twitter <laughs> so you can get all those pieces of these nuggets of wisdom that he, he spreads out. So, <laughs> so this is a backtracker sack for you. I think this is probably a track. I think, I think that, um, I love the idea. I mean, I've, I've got the smartwatch that I plug in all the time. I've already gotten that habit. I'd love to see where they go. They're not quite, um, funded yet. It looks like they're, they still got a month to go and they're about a third, a little less than maybe third, maybe a quarter of the way there. So I'm, I, I'm going to watch this one and see where it goes. I love the design that they put into it and some of the uh, examples of quotes. It just has a real organic kind of clever designer feel to it. So I'll, I'll track this one and see where it goes. Yep. All right. So for our next project, um, 
I was all excited because I saw the title of it, but this project is not about Rick Astley. So, Drew, why don't you tell everybody what this project is about? So the title of this is I Will Never Give Up versus I Will Never Give You Up. I Will Never Let You Go. But I Will Never Give Up is um, a project from a guy named Mike Young who has been busking, right, playing music for money in the subway of New York for 38 years. And so the story of this guy is pretty amazing, but he's basically a subway singer that at one time, like uh, years and years ago, he was signed to RCA when he was 14 years old, and then he got signed to another label called P Electric that was um, kind of had the acts of like Etta James, uh, Luther Vandross, like some pretty big names. That label went bankrupt, bankrupt before they made him, you know, his album. So what's amazing is that the dude's 58 years old. He's busking in the subway every day to pay for his house. He makes enough money each month busking to pay for you know some house in the projects. So what's amazing is that a couple of years ago, you know, uh, uh, I think it was a producer or somebody came by recorded him on their phone, mess, got it to go viral. Like he hit the, I think it was James Corden's show. He did, um, I think it was America's Got Talent, got to the semifinals. So he like, he did good. Cause his voice is amazing. But yeah, we, we can play a sample honest. on this and I hope he doesn't. Oh, do you have a sample? I hope, hopefully it won't shut us down. <laughs> but <laughs> let's try this. Like that, that's that's nuts. I mean, and here's, it, right? Yeah, it's and here, here's his original song right here. Um, hopefully, this is, like, this is what he's raising money for is, is this type of song on the album. That's that's awesome. That just makes me happy. Um, it's a beautiful sound, and so he's basically trying to raise money to get an album that he never got the chance to make because the label, you know, went under. Even when he did his viral videos and he was on America's Got Talent, there there was not enough carry through to monetize or to get him any money. Even you know his videos online will get tons of views, but he wasn't or hasn't been able to like make a living off of it. But that voice, he deserves to make a living off of it. So. <laughs> This project, um, 
there's only 2,700 backers. If you read the comments from the backers, they're all really supportive from all over the world where they're just like, man, your voice just feels like a hug. You know, I just need this right now. But for even as little as five bucks, you can back and get a copy of the MP3. Or um, I'm trying to remember, I think they... Oh, he's, he's he's getting at least uh, forty dollars from me because I'm looking at the reward tiers. One of them is a vinyl LP. Uh yes, yes. So, so the pre-order the album you get about ten dollars, and then yeah, the vinyl. I knew, I knew you would go there. <laughs> but I guess for me, I just feel like it's 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 pretty brave of, of producers and somebody else to kind of try and pull him out of the busking world and into like, hey, let's get you an album that we can stream and purchase. But I love that they're kickstarting it because I feel like that is a authentic and good way to say, hey, let's give this man an audience. Let's give him some fans. Um, one of the classes I'm teaching in fall is going to be based on this 1,000 true fans idea where you've got enough, you, know, you don't need millions on YouTube. Like a viral hit doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> if you have yeah. a 1,000 people, right? You know this. If you have a 1,000 people that are willing to support you financially or this case he's got 2700 backers that are willing to say here like then you can start to create for you know make a living out of your creation so this is mike young i will never give up this is definitely a back for me i just i love the music i love the flavor that they've given it and i would love to hear a whole album yeah i am i'm definitely backing this and the reason why i want to get the vinyl lp of this is because this is the kind of like when i listen to vinyl it's not usually over headphones it's usually over the speakers it's filling out the room and i've like his music, I feel like if I'm playing that, that's that's gonna get me up, and it's it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna sound awesome, just filling he's up the room. Got a big so, voice. Yeah, he's got a real like powerful and big, just soulful voice. I'm I'm excited to hear the whole album. Yeah, so that is definitely a back for me, and he's above his goal now because his goal was seventy five thousand. He's got eighty one right now as the time of recording. Oh, yeah. Um, but I really actually hope he gets to the $250,000 because they'll make a full uh, a documentary kind of on his, on his story. And I would love to hear more about his story and kind of know that oh, whole thing. Um, so yeah, this is definitely a back for me. Um, and that, so make sure you guys check out, I will never give up by Mike young and it's on Kickstarter. You guys should go do it. All right. For our last project, this is the one that you guys voted for. Um, and I swear you guys like voting on the things where I have zero <laughs> experience in this world because I don't have kids. <laughs> so, um, so first off, Drew, you, 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 you have one, I think one kid that's between ages zero to seven, right? And you have one that is <laughs> under seven. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and, but you've, you've raised three excellent girls, um, that any parent would be jealous of. It remains to be seen, but you know, they're cuties. <laughs> <laughs> um so um what, my question to you is as you as they were growing up did you have a lot of kind of, as we talked about it a little bit of the last episode with those like pegboards but do you did you have a lot of kind of those quote unquote toys that were secretly teaching them things in the background or yeah, like had the companion buddies and stuff how how, how helpful were those yeah, they're, pretty, they're pretty they're pretty helpful i think what i love about them is that if you get series and if you get things that they recognize especially in those younger years They'll, they'll latch on to things if they can see like the same cat in multiple books or in songs or in, you know what I mean? Like if you get multiples of the same thing that are in different forms, different mediums, they, they kind of latch onto that and they, it gives them something to feel familiar with. So 
they go over well. All right. So the project that we're showing tonight is called the Octobo, and it is an interactive plush companion for creative learning. Um, so it's this little plush thingy, my bobber, that I think you can pair up with your phone. Um, yeah, through a tablet, and it has a whole bunch of different storybooks and stuff where the Octobo is kind of that main character or somebody in it. Um, and then it will teach you, you know, it works through all the tablets and kind of help you be that friend as you're going through the stories and stuff. Um, and then it has full sensors and stuff. So, it, you know, they can touch him, they can talk to him. And then there are some like pieces and stuff that you can wave in front of them and it'll recognize that and react appropriately um, for that. So that's what, that's what's really interesting about it. And I guess they're working on increasing their app library too. So right now they have, you know, a, a few, few handfuls, but they're still adding more and more to it. Um, and I like this whole idea of kind of a storybook and they can grow with it. So here you can see these tokens are like little discs that you can put in front of Octobo and the screen with the eye and the mouth will react to that as you're reading your story and stuff. Um, and that, that, that screen or that eye and the mouth is your iPad or your device slipped inside of the, uh, the soft plushie. So yeah, that's kind yeah. of a cool way to make that happen. The sensors all kind of are part of that and they are Bluetoothing back to your iPad, I assume. Yeah. Um, and, and you then, can interact with, oh, neat. Yeah, and it's and and they they've kind of broken it down. I like how they broke down these age groups too, where zero to three, it's working on sensory stimulation, your fine motor skills, and social interactions. I may need this. I have I'm terrible at social interactions. <laughs> um, and then three to five year olds, they have visual visual ah, visual perception, verbal comprehension. I may need that, and emotion perception. I think I need this. I I'm terrible at reading people. And five to seven, language learning. Who knows? I can't speak anything. So, and learning through play <laughs> and sensory integration. Wow, I apparently need a toy made for zero to seven year olds. Um, but, oh, no. but um, yeah, I, I I really like it. Um, I don't I don't know, Drew. Is would would this have been something? Because I know your kids are kind of on the cusp end of this kind of goal. But would would, yeah, would this be but, something that you would have loved as a parent? I think so, and I think what I really love about it is. For instance, I have devices, right? And it's easy to hand off a device and be like, here, play on this tablet or play something. And I had several tablets that I would, or apps that would be like, learn letters, learn your numbers. Um, This puts it inside of like a soft animal plushie that they can interact with. Yeah, and it probably protects your tablet a little bit more too, the more I think about it. (laughs) But even just doing things like, you know, recognizing letters and having it, you know, show you that C is for clap or crane or, you know, playing different games. Like I feel like that is um, a really cool, a really cool part of the engaging and learning at that age that I, w- I would definitely be behind. Yeah, I think that's cool. And, and do you, do you kind of have like a, um, uh, what's the word, like tech time limit? So like, yeah, you, you know, you, you limit how much time they can do on this or on, on like yeah. different devices. So it's great. Yeah, 30 it's, minutes to an hour. Yeah. yeah. So in the app, there's actually a setting that you can give the duration of the play times so that will stop oh, nice. after the, after that time. So that way they can just put it away and then, you know, go run around and skin their knees or something like that. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's a great idea. You should have something on there that controls how much time they spend playing with tech, even even as educational tech to say, okay, you're doing spelling or, or you know, whatever your your task is, you can have sixty minutes to go. 
or if you're younger, all right, I want you to just interact and play with this for 25 minutes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's one feature that I don't need anymore because I'm old and I just get tired. So I'll just, I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I'm done with this. I'm going to bed. (laughs) So at least that. So is this a back tracker sack for you? It's a back. I really think they've got a great thing going here. I think that that the juxtaposition of a a soft, plushy animal that is unique with with all the Bluetooth sensors and the iPad and and the learning environment, all those things coming together. This is a definitely back. I feel like they're going in the right direction for sure. For sure. Yeah, and um, it'd be great to put this in a, you know in school or in preschool or other things to give kids an opportunity to learn this way. Yeah, and I I always love these tool these these toys or learning aids that grow with the kids. Um, because I don't have any kids, but I know kids are expensive. So the longevity of having this is awesome. And just that able to have that familiarity to go through the ages. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to think what do I have in my house that I've had since I was like a little kid. Um, I can think of, there is a, like a plush dog and a blanket that I have that I've had like my entire life. I don't oh, wow. use either of them, but they're still in my room. I'm about ready to say, I think you know exactly where they are. They're right next to your pillow. Yeah, they're next to my, they're yeah, they're next to my pillow, but I don't use them. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm trying okay. to think. Okay. This the like I I probably use this more as a pillow than <laughs> anything else, but <laughs> a little poop emoji for all you guys. I love the throwboy guy. Um yeah, I'm looking around cuz I do have a lot of plush things like there's a plush Steve Jobs staring at me that I forgot I owned for a while. Oh. Um but yeah, that's what I love about these things is that they grow with you. And I like how it's not the same old thing too. Cause I remember growing up that that's what would kind of take me away from toys is like, well, it does the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and you kind of mm-hmm. get bored with it. Right. Um, because you're yep. a kid and you don't know any better and you don't know how hard your parents are working to <laughs> get you that toy. <laughs> All right. So that is the October. If you guys want to check that out, that is on Kickstarter. Um, and if you have kids, go check it out. All right, Drew. Our last project of the or it's time for our sack of the week. And, yeah. And uh, um, this is another kid-related thing. And um, I'm not really sure what it is, to be honest with you. Hmm. Um, so it it is the automatic child car alarm so i'm like okay that kind of makes sense this is a fully automated electronic alarm device the alarm is automatically activated on the parents or guardian's smartphone um so it seems like it's okay right well yeah a little wordy but i you get a heck of an idea of what maybe they think they're making yeah so it's a so again it says the same thing on the first line um, the, this is an automated electronic alarm device to warn a parent slash guardian that a child is still in the safety seat, the, in the safety seat, the vehicle, the alarm is automatically activated on the parent slash guardian smartphone when some distance from the vehicle is reached. Okay. If they're in the chair, I think is what it's talking right? about. So yeah. The kid is in the car seat and the car seat is not in the vehicle. I, I guess so. I would want to know. I um, guess I would want to know. Or like you get in a traffic accident and you didn't tie the car seat down so it flew through the front window it tell you that too 
little alert. You'd look down. You'd be like, oh, oh yeah, it's not here with me anymore. Okay. I'm trying to figure this that out. Was, that was pretty morbid of me to say, but I'm, but I'm, I'm like, I don't understand. You know how often does the car? So, so they have car seats having had many pins. They have car seats that buckle in, and, and the base stays in the car all the time. And you hit the latch, and you lift out the actual, yeah, you know, car seat with a handle, and you carry that around on the stroller or in the house, or you know, wherever you're at. And then when you're ready, you bundle them all up inside and walk them out and pop them in. Is that, is that what he's talking about? Thought, like, that's, what's the, that's, yeah. So, okay. So we'll, we'll keep going on. So in the features, it says, this is a, did you know it's fully automated? Cause he wants to mention that like every line. Once the, chi- yeah, once the child is placed in the vehicle safety seat, the alarm is armed. The alarm is automatically activated on your smartphone when some distance from the vehicle is reached. This is where, like, what? When the child is removed from the vehicle safety seat, the alarm is automatically disarmed. It will only alert the parent guardian when the child is in the seat and the parent guardian is a distance from the vehicle. The key feature of this device is fully automated and cannot be inadvertently forgotten to be activated. So I guess this is for... The parent that forgets their kid in the car? Who that's, does that? That's what, that's what I'm guessing is this guy has some experience leaving kids in the car and just, he's come up with a solution so that he doesn't like walk away from his kids being in the car. I'm like, <laughs> who does that? I don't know. I'm not a parent. Like, I'm pretty sure most parents know the kid would be in the car because you put them in the car, right? You, yes, you know where they are almost all the time, every moment of the day. Oh, man. And the alarm is designed to be automatic, simple, and easy for anyone to set up use. It's not simple and easy for anybody to understand what it is. Um, <laughs> it is small and water and other liquids proof. The device is easy to install in the child car seat and typical smartphone setup in, in app installation. Um, no other product is on the market. There's no current U.S. patent for a product like this. There are many child safety alarms, but none of the the features of design is fully automatic. Um, I will not reveal any proprietary information, but feel free to ask any questions you'd like. Um, I'm worried about the proprietary. I'm just trying to figure out the, like, the basic. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> Rose Kitty mentions that it happens in Texas. Sometimes children left in cars too long, but I just... That's a yeah, but again, like... That's a conscious decision to say, like, I'm running in the store, I'm leaving my kid behind. Yeah, you know the kid's in the car. And what what even what confuses me is, so if the kid knows how to unbuckle his own seatbelt, and you know the kids learn how to do that. I've seen my cousins do that. Like, eventually they're old enough to manipulate, like, the straps and stuff, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Then that would automatically disable this, <laughs> right? And then, so yeah, it wouldn't yeah, work. Or maybe it would just... You're right, then it wouldn't matter. Um, so, yeah, so that's the one re- first reason that it's a sack for me. The other reason is you click on the view. So this looks like either a stock image or a really badly taken picture of them in a car. Um, and then you look on the view gallery. You don't see the device. And this this first one honestly looks like a stock image to me. Um, doesn't show you where the pro- product is. So that's a little sketch. Same with this one. There's no... Like, where is it? Is it in the belt or is it anything? Like, that was the other part is I'm like, I'm not sure where this device goes. Like, I know it's automatic because you mentioned that a gazillion times, but what does the device look like? Right, right. <laughs> um, and then here's... You know, funny, he doesn't, 
I don't think he says anything in the features of design or anything about leaving him in a hot car. It just talks about distance and that. If you look at his bio, it says just someone who saw a need for a device to protect children in hot cars that is automatic and foolproof. Yeah, why so, didn't you put but, that on the Kickstarter page? <laughs> that, yeah, I think Kenny's on to something. Maybe that's it's, maybe there's like someone that walks away and forgets that their child is in the car again. I don't know who forgets. I, I, I mean, not to judge people but that's kind of bad parenting <laughs> right you can't it's hard to forget maybe that's the foolproof part because i'm imagining like she's leaving the kid in a hot car you're on something like you're it's it's like I, I like i'll admit i don't have kids but that just seems like that's not good parenting I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> so and then so and then here's the kicker. How much do you think a fine device like this would cost? Something that connects to your phone that has a tether, like tile, forty bucks, fifty bucks. For the basic level to get one device is one thousand dollars. That's so much money. And you will get it estimated in March 2020, two years from now. Oh. And if if you want two, of course it's going to cost you two thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Thanks for thanks for cutting me a deal. So I, I mean, I know in Utah we have big families here, so so two is not probably not enough, right? Um, <laughs> Hopefully, there's only two in seats. So, so I mean, so but so here, here here's the weird part though. If you, how much do you think it would cost to get three? Two thousand. Five thousand dollars, you get the <laughs> But you also get bragging rights and a bronze reward, whatever that is. <laughs> the bronze reward is the two devices, so you get the. Wow. So, I don't even know. What to I don't know. What so, to so, so you're essentially paying two thousand dollars to get bragging rights. <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> And then, if you want a personal thank you from the owner, it's ten thousand dollars. That would be nice. So, so the max you can get is three devices, but you could get a personal thank you if you double the amount for three devices, which is already not economically sensible. I'm going away. Just going away. Who's this guy? Like, wow! Like, this is why it's a sack of the week. Because one, there's no picture of the device anywhere. I barely understood what the device is for, and your pricing is just. Did you do any market research? Because it feels like you didn't do any market research about yeah, this. Just a question, too. Yep. Uh, so that's why this is the sack of the week. Not because I think it's a bad idea, it's because I don't quite know what your idea don't is. Quite know what it is, right? Right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that is why it is our sack of the week. Um, Let it go. And unfortunately, I also have to let this episode go because it is the end of our episode. Um, Drew, do you got anything to plug before we go? Oh, what should I plug? What should I plug? Mm-hmm. I yeah, no, in the fall, I am teaching. I am teaching because it's kind of similar to what we talk about here. But I am teaching a new class. I'm going to make up from scratch, finding all the information about how to grow and create a community of a thousand true fans that support everything you do. So if you do Kickstarters, Patreons, Gums, like whatever you do to build, make a living off of creation, um, you should 
enroll in my class. We'll figure out a way to get you in. It's okay. Is, it, fun. is it an online class? I want to take this. I need. I'll to... make. I'll make it I online. Need... I will stream it. I need to learn these secrets, guys. And the reason why I need to learn these secrets is if you don't watch this show live, you might not know that twitch.tv forward slash KT data is a Twitch affiliate. And what is great about that is if you use Amazon prime and you do not have it tied up to your Twitch account for your Twitch prime account, you, my friends have money that you're throwing away each month. Um, So you should link that up because you get a free Twitch subscription that you can send every month to a streamer you like. And if you like this show, head on over to twitch.tv forward slash KT data and just hit your prime sub for that and it's going to cost you zero you've already paid for it so you might as well use it you also get other extra benefits benefits too for like uh you know video game extras and stuff i think this month as you get like Fortnite stuff so if you play Fortnite, um that's some extra bonuses you can do and if you don't want to give it to me go give it to one of the many many excellent twitch affiliates out on twitch tv to help them um you know maybe they're working to get those a thousand loyal loyal people so go do that help out the twitch community of course if you have any kickstarter projects you want us to mention or talk about or sacks of the week shoot us an email kickcast at ktdata.net or leave it on our facebook page facebook.com forward slash kickcast or tweet us at kickcast with show at night 20 which you should already be following so you can get the words of wisdoms from the one and only drew tyler or at ktdata yeah or at ktdata for who knows why you want to follow me i just tweet out pictures of food to be honest with you <laughs> that, that's worth it i mean sometimes it's all you need in your life a little bit more food food and board so, games <laughs> you get from me um, all you need. and then so our next episode oh man it's already april uh it's coming up our next episode is going to be april 10th if i remember correctly um okay. i think we'll be here i don't know um april is always a busy month for me because my family all has birthdays and anniversaries and stuff and all the dates mix in but we'll let you know if you follow us on any of the social media it channels be, it should be there yeah um yeah and of course kickcast.net for all the show notes past episodes and any other crazy shenanigans that happens on the kt data not net network that's like saying atm machine right <laughs> um, all right guys thank you so much and we will see you in two weeks bye-bye bye-bye Thank mm-hmm. you.